Welcome, everyone, to episode 395 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I'm Corey. Today's topic is going to be the indie uh, strategy game, I guess, the spiritual successor of sorts to um, Advance Wars on the the 3DS uh, Wargroove. So uh, that's going to be our main topic. Hang on a second. Did I play this video? Uh, I guess I didn't. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be our main topic because they don't have anything, anything they want to tease for later on in the episode. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I guess I could talk a little bit about Assassin's Creed. I've been playing that. Uh, Origins, uh, Little Kingdom Hearts, which I think we're doing an episode on next week, so I probably won't talk too much about it. Um, yeah, I've, that might be it. Corey? Uh, I don't have anything to tease, but I would like to take a minute to announce the Steam release of Enderall Forgotten Stories. It's a total conversion mod for Skyrim, so you have to have Skyrim installed. But uh, then you can just download the Enderall Forgotten Stories, the full game, for free on Steam and just boot it up as you would any other game. That was my 2017 game of the year. Was it game of the year? It was mine, yeah. Uh, either 2017 or 2016, but uh, arguably one of the best role-playing games I've ever played. So I highly, highly recommend it, especially if you're trying to get a little bit more mileage out of your Skyrim. Um, it is far superior to Skyrim in just about every way. So definitely check it out. Very nice. All right. Uh, well, let's get into Wargroove, shall we? Uh, Corey, I'm going to start with you, uh, because when we were talking, we talk briefly uh we're a little bit coy when we talk about games in our thumbstick athletes chat we don't want to give too much away for when we have the episode right so we like to come in fresh but i was under the impression you didn't love it no i did not love it i liked it okay Uh, i did not love it so i mentioned to you guys i played a mobile game i think it came out in 2013 maybe the original called king turn rpg you remember me talking about that on the show? I, I know I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's, and that was sort of a spiritual successor to Advance Wars. And I actually went back and read some of the reviews for King Turn, and all the ones I read mentioned Advance Wars. So it's very much in that vein of uh, tactical, they call those games, just tactics games. Yeah. Turn, turn-based strategy. Turn-based yeah. tactics. Turn-based tactics. Um, so that was still in my head in you sort of have that mental hurdle to overcome. Like I'm playing a console game, so it should, it should have console like mechanics. So playing Wargroove, I felt like was a little shallow compared to what I played in a $5 mobile game six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that game was free to download. And I think like the first eight missions or something like that were, were free to play. And then after that, you could pay $5 to unlock the full campaign, but it's just, in terms of the systems and stuff like that, like there are things that I like about Wargroove that are better than than um, King Turn. Like the story is one, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about. But like, think of all the good things about Wargroove, and then layer in like heroes that level up and have abilities and items and treasures on the map that you can try to get, but it's really going to hinder your strategy. Um, but they're always rewarding. It's just little things like that, like 
that I think Wargroove would really benefit from. And again, it's not that I don't like Wargroove. I think it's a fine game, and I enjoyed it and found myself somewhat addicted to it. But to spend $20 on it, um, knowing that it's not as good as a game like King Turn, it hurts a little, but I'm over it. Yeah, I found it to be similar to, like, Civilization Revolution, too. I don't know if you guys played any of those games. Was that the... Yeah, yeah, the one that came out for console, like Xbox? Yeah, but yeah. they were also on mobile, too. They were right. mobile games that were, yeah, converted to, to console games. How so? What's that? How how do you how did you find it similar? Just uh, the movement and stuff, the, the way the oh. units move and... and using using terrain to your advantage uh, uh, but yeah, yeah I, I, I i that is that is something worth mentioning because really the the entire game is in the individual battles you're right Corey. there's no there's no leveling up your your characters uh improving your units there's no items or anything like that it's just from going from one battle to the next and then there's like side missions off the main axe um so that is that is the majority of the game that that's in the campaign mode there's two different other modes. Did you guys try either of the other modes? No. no. Okay. I did very briefly today. Uh, one of them is the challenge mode, which is you have to complete like a battle in in one turn. So it's like a it's like a puzzle puzzle game part of it. Uh, I was wondering the, if if it had something like that because I can see something like that working really well. So yeah. I'm glad to hear that I did. I game. I did a couple of those and they're they're pretty cool. Um, and then it has arcade mode. Which seems to be almost like it made me think of classic mode in Smash. Uh, so you pick a, a, a hero that you want, you know, you want to go through, and it's five different battles that you have to do against another hero, and it's just you know fighting. Uh, I did I did two of those in that, um, and I'm I've also I'm on the last act currently in Wargroove. Um, I did want to mention that, Corey. How far did you get, Will? How far did you get? I stopped at um, the first mission in Act 3, but I did all the side missions leading up to it. Okay, yeah, I've, I've done all those too. Uh, I'm in uh, Act 2. I'm at the point now where like it splits and you can do the two different missions. Uh-huh. Yeah, the side ones. Yeah, I'm not very far. I've lost a couple battles already. Yeah. annoying. Some of them get pretty difficult, actually. Um, I think you really need to have strategy going into this game, because... Uh, when I'm kind of just screwing around, I've noticed that I'm just I get it handed to me. Yeah, yeah. You really have to plan ahead with what what units you're going to have. There, there's some that it seems like there's only one way to do it, starting at the beginning, which I didn't necessarily love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm I really started to like it the more because it, it kind of slowly takes you through, uh, slowly adding more units. Uh, I don't think you guys haven't gotten to the part where you do any naval battles yet, right? No. Uh, yeah, because that adds a whole new uh, wrinkle to all the all the strategy stuff and the the units that are strong against some units and and not against others. Uh, and for me, that's when I really started to get kind of hooked on the game. Um, like you, Corey, I you know, especially at the beginning, they only give you a handful of units and. And the battles are somewhat interesting, um, but it, yeah, once it opens up like that, and you have multiple commanders going from m- multiple different factions, uh, those battles were awesome. I thought. Yeah. So. I do like the the the. For me, it was kind of just like 
cannon fodder. Like, just create as many units as you can and get them to the front lines as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how I've found success. I don't know if that strategy is going to continue to work. But um, I saw a couple people comment, like, how cool the hero abilities are. And I do agree that they're cool. But it's to me, it's just one of those things that if you don't use them, you're going to lose. So it's just, like, use them as soon as you get them every time. And I kind of wish, do, do they get more abilities? Their groove power? No, it's only one per commander. Just that one. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. But you get you do get control of it's is it like maybe five or six different commanders uh, uh, that you slowly add, you know, uh, as you as you go along. Okay. Uh, and I just looked on my switch. Apparently, I've played Wargroove for thirty or more hours, and I did not realize that in the slightest. Nice. It's wow. one of those games for me that when I start playing it. I look and I realize, oh, an hour's gone by. Holy crap. <laughs> and that's exactly the kind of game I look for. Mm -hmm. um, so it's no surprise that I do like it, even though I have my issues with it. Because I just love those games that you just forget about time. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Here's a question. Yeah. Uh, so this is right now it's available on Switch and PC think you enjoy this game as much on pc or is it only good because you have it uh, you know have the convenience of the switch um yeah yeah probably but what was i gonna say oh i did i did contemplate picking it up on pc because i imagine um it would be a lot easier to download people's creations I, there's that's a part of the game too right probably i you know I, I never looked i will look right now to see if there's there's it, steam mod support I think there is. Actually, okay. I have Steam up right now. Let me okay. check. I mean, it's a Chucklefish game, right? So I imagine they're big into that. Yeah, and if they uh, don't have it now, they'll add it at some point. But definitely the convenience of, of the Switch makes it a little nicer. I had it just in my lap while Sophie had a movie on that I didn't really want to watch. So I was able to play. But having okay. to sit down at my computer to watch or to play, no, I would not. Yeah, I'm. About that. I'm kind of the same way. At this point, like my my computer is mostly reserved for like first person shooters, uh, mostly because I can't play those on a console. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. Anything else, I don't mind. Uh, I'd rather. I'd obviously rather play on the Switch. Uh, it's been hard to even get Xbox time in uh, to play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it's just so much easier to play everything on the Switch. Yeah. I, um, man, my brain is just not working today. These thoughts are coming in. Yeah, I'm having the same, I'm out. having the same trouble. What's going on? I, I'm yeah, recovering. I am too. I'm recovering from illness. That's what my problem is. This is a little bit of a tangent, but, um, one thing I've found myself doing, I, I mentioned to you guys earlier that I haven't booted up my, my desktop computer where I used to play all my games. I haven't even touched since before Thanksgiving, uh, -huh. uh coinciding with the xbox and, and red dead but uh i've sort of found myself playing most things on xbox just because it's easy yeah easy to just sit down and grab the controller and play uh but then ge force now has been really nice for the games that are only on pc that i really want to play like yeah. civ 6 yeah because you can play that on your laptop and sit wherever and play exactly it's great yeah yeah i, I don't can't... know what i'm gonna do with my desktop i don't know if i should get rid of it I yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing uh, mod support. Okay. Well, I can imagine I they'll add it at some point. 
Definitely. This game is a prime game for mod support, in my opinion. We just wait till someone makes a Game of Thrones mod for it. Oh, that's coming. Yeah, it's definitely coming because that you know the Game of Thrones mod for Crusader Kings Two is fantastic. I've heard the Civ Game of Thrones mod's pretty good too. And I've I've seen Wargroup described as Advanced Wars with a Game of Thrones story. Yeah, well, let's talk about the story. Um, well, what did you? Because I know you mentioned liking story, Corey. What what specifically about the story do you like? I just think the writing's really good. Um, I haven't gotten that deep into it, but uh, the characters are all really well written. Mm-hmm. I like the backstories. What uh, help me out with a little plot summary? It's Mercia is the princess or queen. Yep. And her kingdom is invaded, and her parents are killed. Her father, the king, is assassinated. Um, so she becomes the queen, and shortly after that, her kingdom gets invaded by the Felheim, which is like an undead uh, kingdom from the south. That's right. And she's forced to flee because she—that's the only way to ultimately help her her people—is yeah. by 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 leaving and not being overrun immediately when the war starts. Yeah, and I guess when I hear that, it, like it does sound kind of cliche. But when you're playing the game and you read the dialogue and stuff, and the 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 care that goes into the lore overall, um, it's really well done. And I do like how if you take the time to do a side mission, you're rewarded with bits of extra lore. Yeah, yeah, because there is there is a codex, and you as you complete battles, you unlock par- portions of the characters' codexes, and and like Corey said, lore. Yeah, that's a nice that's a nice touch because it's really the only thing to unlock. Yeah, I don't know what you get because it, it keeps track of the amount of stars you get in the game. So uh, every battle you do, you are rated on. So it's obviously one to three stars. Um, I don't know if you get something for for being higher in stars, uh, but you also get stars for completing the challenge modes too, the the, the uh, arcade mode and the the challenge mode the puzzle mode so i don't know if that also unlocks more lore don't know but you're you're absolutely right about the writing Corey. the writing and the characters are very good uh one thing i found entertaining was uh caesar the dog's uh interaction with the bandits yeah uh they always the three bandits always end up having uh very deep conversations with each other when they're uh banditing uh you know they they get into depth depth discussions about uh climate and and um try, really? in, in, in industry and stuff yeah it's it's all really well really well written and very entertaining mm-hmm. so yeah it's good stuff it is good stuff but yeah i've i've thoroughly enjoyed wargroove so far um i think it's i think it's worth twenty dollars i would wouldn't play it on pc i don't think i think it's it's nice to have it in the switch have it whenever you want have, have it be portable um I, I don't think I would sit at my computer and play it. Do you have a favorite mission that you would like to outline? Yeah, so my favorite one that I've done so far is a later one, and it's it has three separate factions, three of your allied factions against the, the Felheim Legion, and you're invading a, a port. And it's, yeah, it, it's it's really neat to have all three of those commanders in different places on the map doing different things. Um, summoning their own units for what have you, and then having them help each other to try to, you know, more, uh, I don't want to say accurately, but more, uh, 
uh, streamlined the invasion, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was an awesome mission. I can't remember specifically when it, what, what, when it, when it, which one it was. It was probably maybe Act 5, the end of Act 5, beginning how of many, Act 6. How many acts are there, Dan? Because you're towards the end. Seven? Okay. Yeah, I just... Just today got to the seventh act, so I think I have two missions in, in Act Seven. And you put in thirty hours. I just checked. I put I put in like four. Yeah, thirty hours. I never would have guessed that. I I was guessing maybe ten, but I just looked on my switch and it says thirty or more hours. So that that's yeah. crazy. There it is. Um, do the boats, Dan? Do the boats have the same characteristics as like the land units? Like there's a a fast one, and then there's one that's slow but can do a ton of damage and then there's a wagon or a transport i guess in the water yeah kind of um but the 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 air units and the sea units all they add something different um there's a little bit of that but uh they're a lot different than the land. i don't want to get into too many spoilers but there's like a there's like a like a cannon ship which you can use for for long range there's a there's a uh, harpoon ship, which is better for you know water units, um, and there's a couple different uh, you know normal normal units for for the sea, but yeah, that's 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 the fun times right there. So I um my favorite one was I it's who are the, who are the tree people? Uh, the Florin, the Florin. Yeah, so my favorite one was one of the side ones where the Florin commander challenges you. To just like a little skirmish sedge and it's, a, it's a yeah sedge it's just a really small map and there's a little bridge yeah a river um that was probably my favorite one so far because it was it was challenging yeah there is there is some really hard moments in the game a couple of the missions i've done too i've uh gotten nearly towards the end and then got a little careless with my commander my commander goes down and i lose the mission and have to start over again there was a mission early, it was early on so like I can spoil it, but it's when you're fleeing with Mercia uh, and you're getting the villagers to safety. Oh, yeah. So I had Mercia fighting at the very bottom with, like, two other units and, like, took care of everything. But then at the end, the leader of the Felheim shows up with, like, the eight units. Uh And I just got swarmed with Mercia and she got killed because, like, she was getting hit four times a turn. Yeah. So I was like, are you kidding me? So, like, I did all that that entire mission. And, like, it wasn't very long. It was, like, maybe ten minutes. But I was still like, oh, God. So I had yeah. to redo that that one. Um, which always sucks when you get towards an end of a mission and then that happens. That's definitely a frustration because those, I mean, you, you probably played some really long ones, Dan. But I think some of the ones I played were upwards of half an hour. Yeah, half yeah. an hour, 45 minutes probably. So it's it's just like man, I just wasted all that time on because I didn't know units were going to spawn right here. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they, you know, the developers when they were making these missions figured, okay, this is probably what's going to happen a little bit. Let's throw a throw a wrench into the works here, and it sounds yeah. like they were thinking, hey, let's do what XCOM does and just say F you player. <laughs> yeah. No, because if they were doing what XCOM did. I would miss straight up hits when I'm right next to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, ni- 99% or 95% 99%. accuracy. Miss. <laughs> I seriously will never go back to XCOM because of that stuff. Yeah, I can't I can't deal with that. I I get it and I wish like I really love that style of game. I wish I could stand it, but it just drives me up the wall. 
Yeah. Especially with how bad XCOM 2 was at launch. With all the technical issues. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of XCOM, do you think they're going to come out with XCOM 3? Oh, yeah. Probably. I hope it's better. It'll get announced at E3 this year. Yeah. No matter what nowadays, if you make number two, you're making number three at some point. It's got to be a trilogy. Unless you're Valve. That is true. Valve stops at two for all their things. Yeah, Valve has never put out a trilogy, I'm pretty sure. They're just waiting till they need to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think they need to. They need to put something out. That's not artifact. No, they're just sitting on a mountain of money. Yep. Yeah, they kinda are. Yeah, I g- Gabe Newell <clears throat> Gabe Newell's in the top fifty for richest people in the in the country. Really? Really? I think so. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. yeah he's worth he's worth out. like four billion. God. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And every fat joke that's made towards his way, he delays or er, Half Life Three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he he puts your name in a little notebook and delays <laughs> it a that month. Just added to the time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, any other thoughts on Wargroove? No, but it just makes me want Final Fantasy Tactics too. Yeah. Yeah. They'll never. They'll never. They'll. Can't they'll make that. They'll they'll make it they'll make a game like it and it just won't be the same. No, you can't. I I was thinking about this the other day. I don't think you can make a game like that because it, that game is awesome as it was. It also had a lot of jank, and the yeah. jank was the, the charm of it. Yeah. But if you if you were savvy enough to figure out the jank, then you could pretty much become invincible. Yep. And nowadays, like with the internet, which is weird to say because I mean we had the internet back then, but it wasn't. It's easy to get all of the information you needed yeah. at the click of a button. I mean, it would just ruin the game for everybody. Yeah, and well, Corey, was it you that sent me the, or I think sent our group message the, the scrapped Final Fantasy Tactics two, like the legitimate sequel. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Like when I saw that, I was devastated because I was like, man, like we're never, we're never gonna get that now because why would they do it now? Yeah. I don't feel like there's enough, uh, what's the word, nostalgia for it around the internet No, compared to a lot of games. I know people want a Switch and a PC release for Tactics, but that's like it. I would I would buy it again on Switch. Oh, in, in a, a heartbeat. In, in a heartbeat. I, I have it on... Just to, just to say, like, yeah, just make another one yeah. now, please. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just bought Final Fantasy IX, and I owe it on, like, two other... I owe it on my phone and my PC. Or own it, so it's the third time I've bought it. <laughs> Voting with your wallet. <laughs> yep. All right, that everything. I guess there's really not too much to talk about with Wargroove. No, no, but, but it's it's uh it's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. I should say that, and uh, <laughs> ever really say I I'm probably gonna be playing after we record tonight, so. Yeah, I want to get it beaten because I got I have two new Switch games I've got to crack into, and then I've got to buy Gris that I have to crack into. So, what a start of the year for gaming! <clears throat> yeah, I agree. All right, uh, Nibble Bits. Will do you have anything for Nibble Bits? Uh, yeah, I'm guessing you have the Switch st- or the Direct stuff. Yes, or... I have the Nintendo Direct information. Right okay, here. so I have I have it too. So I won't go over that <clears throat> to start. I'll lead off with uh, the Hollow Knight. Uh, Hollow Knight is getting a full sequel. I don't know if you guys saw this, yeah, but um, 
It's uh, called Hollow Knight Silk Song, and it takes place. Um, r- I don't know if it's in tandem with the uh, the knight, but you play as Hornet, uh, and you go through the game playing as Hornet, which adds a whole different dynamic to the game because Hornet is pretty mobile, uh, and she's also voice acted. So uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of what they do with that. But I know they've added hundreds of new, like I think maybe it was like 150 new enemies and stuff like that to the game. So I am so excited for this. I think I think it's awesome that they're doing it. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you. Well, I've got to get back to Hollow Knight. Me too. I probably got like halfway through it. Corey, you almost beat it, right? Uh, I want to say I was like halfway through. I don't think I almost beat it. Do you remember the last thing that you did in it? No. Pretty much all I can remember is riding the spider through the tunnels. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, I I think this game is. Uh could be a, a riser for my top 10 games of all time i'd love it yeah i know people are jazzed about the the they thought it was like a dlc or expansion but it's a full game yeah full-on game if there's one character that i want added to smash brothers it's the hollow knight that would be cool i think that character would be so so cool to add but it probably would never it would never happen unfortunately they never know Right. Yeah, I mean, Shovel Knight is an assistant trophy, so I guess it could happen. Before yeah. before Snake was in Smash, that would be one I'd be like, it's a little never happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, same with Cloud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else, Will? No, that, that's it. Okay. Um, so I got a couple here. Uh, hang on, I got a cough. <laughs> Jeepers. All right, so... My first one is uh, Sony talking about why they're not going to be at E3. Uh, We've talked about this a few times, but I don't think we ever got their perspective from it. So uh, Sean Layden, the, um, I don't know, he's head of Sony uh, Interactive Entertainment. uh, He's the worldwide chairman for Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, He said the world has changed, but E3 hasn't necessarily changed with it. Uh, And he goes on to explain how... When E3 was first created, that was the um, kind of the the way to get media attention on your upcoming games, uh, your upcoming systems, what have you. That was obviously before the internet was as ubiquitous as it is now. Uh, he talked about how, uh, oh, also retailers would use that to know like what they needed to have in stock for like Christmas time. Um, mm-hmm. But but nowadays, uh, games media is pretty much on a two twenty four hour news cycle, uh, like 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 the normal news. Uh, so you know, news isn't necessarily break reaching consumers that way. It's reaching consumers at all times, all the time. Um, which I think is a that's a, a good explanation for that it. That is know. an astute observation. Yeah, uh, you know, Nintendo's kind of done their own thing for a while now, so I think Sony's kind of going to go that route. Um, you know that that way they can probably control their message a little bit better. Uh, go ahead, Will. I was gonna say, like, one of the most exciting things is when I hear Nintendo um, is doing a direct. Yeah. So if Sony follows like that kind of that path, like of doing a, a direct every two months, like Nintendo does or yeah. whatever, I think that's a, an amazing idea. Yeah, he also uh, mentioned that. Now, uh, June, when E3 takes place, that's too late for for retailers and stuff to, to get orders in for, you know, the end of the year for the Christmas rush. So, yeah, 
I think I don't know if it was his quote or someone else's um, in that article, Dan, that you tweeted, but it said something along the lines of the the like the game's landscape has changed and E3 hasn't changed with it. I yes. thought that was a pretty succinct way to describe it. Yeah, um, and it's true. I mean, I think opening it up to the public was a step in the right direction. Um, mm-hmm. Only because, I, to your point, like journalists don't really even need to be there anymore. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is for E3. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's fun for us to see all the new, you know, new unannounced games and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, um, yeah, we we in, in games media, we don't don't need to be there. We get stuff from people who are there and, you know, pass it along. Comment on yeah. it, too. <laughs> I mean, and, and even the stuff that is announced, like, probably, what would you say, like, 80% of it, we already are kind of aware of it. Yeah, or, or predict. Yeah, I mean, most of that stuff has been leaking before yeah. E3 anyway. Well, like, may it be from an actual leak or the company is leaking it so people know about it beforehand. Yeah, right. Um, the surprises are really nice, though. The, definitely. The one more things. Yeah. yeah. Totally agree. So yeah, that so, uh, you know we I think we teased Sony a little bit when we found out they weren't going to be there, but uh, yeah, Sean Layden's comments yeah, it makes complete sense, and, and and I get where he's coming from. So yeah, and I doubt like they have nothing at E three. Like they'll probably be something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, booth or I don't know. I feel like they won't just completely be like we won't know anything about Sony around that time period. Yeah, I mean you know yeah. they might have some of their upcoming games there in some capacity. Uh, but yeah. they're not going to have the big the big presser like they they've had in the past. Yeah, they might not have anything because they're probably gearing up for the PS5. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's also the opportunity for Xbox to, you know, control to quote unquote win E3. Yeah, <laughs> when two of the uh, competition isn't there, to, like because Nintendo does a direct. Yeah, they so. do their own thing. Well, they, I mean, they have a booth. Uh, they always have a big uh, booth where, with yeah. whatever fall games are coming out. Um, but yeah, but, but they're, te- they're technically not like presenting at E3. No, so. no, no, not at all. <laughs> um, but I, I have always uh, appreciated their Treehouse stuff that they have after their presentation because they, yeah. they're like, okay, here's the games that are coming out for the next six months. Here's us playing them for over the course of the three days, five, six, seven, eight hours. Yeah. yeah so I love that. Yeah, good stuff. That is nice. Yeah, I like I like how Nintendo handles it because I don't like they announce things too far in advance because what they they did that with Metroid and Pokemon and like we haven't seen anything for those yet. Well, so. we saw that Metroid is is was scrapped and and they restarted. That's true. That's a good point. A prime example of them announcing something too early. Yep. Uh. So yeah, there's that. Uh, moving along with Nintendo. So Nintendo had a direct yesterday. Uh, it was at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, which is a really inconvenient time. Uh, that's when I'm making supper, so it's super difficult. Um, but yeah, the first and biggest announcement, at least in my opinion, is that Super Mario Maker is getting a sequel on the Switch. Everyone predicted that they would port Mario Maker, but this is Mario Maker 2. Uh, it's got some new additions, new tools, new features. Uh, I didn't get a good consensus on what everything was. One of the things I know that they were adding was uh, the ability to put in slopes which i 
read a few times in a few different posts that a lot of people wanted that. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Game changer is what I read. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I guess I never, when I was playing Mario Maker a lot, I never, never thought about that, but people who played it a lot wanted, wanted slopes. So that's good mm-hmm. for them. Did you guys notice anything else that they're going to put in the game? Well, so I actually found a Reddit post of somebody who did like a comprehensive list of everything, like had a bunch of people helping them out with it. It looked like a lot of stuff, like more than enough for a sequel. So I, I know they added a couple different like worlds. I know they added a snow world um, to it. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, 3D was apparently. Yeah, which that's crazy to me, honestly. That is crazy. Um, yeah, I I saw the list and it looked like a lot of stuff that people were able to point out between like items that you can use, enemies that you can use, different types of levels you can do, like different combinations of things. It just seemed it seemed like a lot. Uh, of things they added in so yeah i know you can do you can be cat mario from super mm-hmm. mario 3d world which is cool uh my son was psyched because he plays a lot of mario maker uh so yeah he was uh he was he was super pumped for that for that announcement yeah he's gonna be able to cool, make some cool stuff like if i was a kid like this game would be a dream to have oh, yeah. he spends a lot of time perfecting his levels i haven't mm-hmm. i've only played a couple of them but when did the first Mario Maker come out? Like 2014, 15? I, w- I, w- I would say 14, but I'm not really sure. Maybe 15. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the reason, going back to your point about it not being a port and being a full sequel, is they probably had already started working on the sequel shortly after the success of the first game. Yeah. 2015. <clears throat> so. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. They probably were working on it. A lot of people were wondering why they didn't have Mario Maker yet on it, but it's because they were doing a, a new one. Yeah. And also, is it in the... And then I my next thought to that was, well, like, they could still release it and profit off of it. But is that Nintendo's way? Does Nintendo do the easy cash grab? In what way? Like... I don't know. Like, compared to other publishers... Like Bethesda releasing Skyrim all over the place all the time. I think Doesn't Nintendo do that kind of thing to a, to an extent. I mean, uh, some people would say like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is that, or uh, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is that. <clears throat> I mean, how do we U? Well, that that's that. I mean, and that's their point. Like, I wish they would port more games from the Wii U to the Switch. Um, yeah, but some people, some people complain that it's a it's a cash grab. I, I get that, but like with Bethesda putting Skyrim on nineteen different things, like yeah, that's more of a cash grab than Nintendo just porting a very popular Wii U game to its most its best selling console. I mean, I don't I don't think they're the same. I don't really I would never really consider Nintendo going for the cash grab. Yeah. Just a thought. Yeah, uh, but moving on, I, I was I was excited about Mario Maker Two. <clears throat> Zelda: Link's Awakening was revived for the Switch. Uh, I'm a lot more excited for that than I thought I would be. Um, that was one of my favorite Legend of Zelda games. Corey, you remember Link's Awakening? Oh yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> probably uh, my favorite. Yeah, I mean Breath of the Wild's my favorite, but I would probably put Link's Awakening as my second favorite, even over like Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Um, very, very fond memories of playing that game 
way too late at night on the Game Boy uh, with the bad screen, you know, in my little reading lamp, like super late at night, burning through batteries. It's great. So I'm really excited. I really like the the art style and the direction they took that. It yeah. looks awesome. I thought uh, I saw a lot of people complaining about it, but I think that's going to be a sweet game. You're going to see a lot of people complaining about it. Really. Yeah, <laughs> especially on Reddit. I mean, there's there's people they're like they're not Ugh. releasing any games in the first six months. Ugh. Reddit's the worst. I don't know it why really I use it so much. It's the only social media that I use, and I just hate it. Yeah. Yeah, there, I mean, there's occasionally good things on it, but for every good thing you see on it, there's someone complaining about nothing. Well, it's the whole, it's the, it's the way, it's, it's Reddit at its core is rewards people with the, what's the word I'm looking for? The loudest take, the lo- yeah. the crappiest hot take. Yeah, there's a lot of snark and no analysis to a lot of Reddit comments. Like when something comes out or a trailer comes out, it's just who can have the snarkiest, funniest yeah. comment, and that's just the top comment. And that's how Twitter is too. There's zero intellectual honesty. Yeah, and they're very full of themselves. Whenever I I don't like Reddit very much. Um, I use it for a very few subreddits, but that's about it. I actually. Uh didn't get into it but there was a thread yesterday um something about the and it was uh from the sean Layden interview him talking about the cross compatibility and how that he was caught red-handed lying about cross compatibility because he said all that all publishers and developers need to do is talk to their account manager at sony to get crossplay ready to go for any game uh, but then Chucklefish, I guess, before that had said that they asked about it and were basically ignored. Um, so this obviously this author of this article was really trying to capitalize on the outrage culture by saying he was caught red handed lying. And, and I just chimed in and said, look, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. We have no idea about any of it. And we're only hearing one side of the story. Yeah, yeah he, he's at the top of the food chain, too. To him, yeah. it probably is as you know as easy as contacting the account manager, but it might not be like that for yeah, Chucklefish is not a big, you know. I'm sure they're they're fielding more more from like Psionics or someone like that than Chucklefish. Yeah. Well, that's why I said I'm like, listen, Sony is a global corporation, yeah, with roots in a culture very different from ours, and there's just an incredible amount of red tape. So, like pump the brakes and then the comment was oh there's an awful lot of uh pro corporate speech in this thread don't you think (laughs) and i was like listen i i don't pay enough attention to say because there's actually a subreddit called hail corporate i don't know if you guys are familiar with it no and all it is is it's people getting caught promoting something that they were paid to promote um (laughs) but trying to seem like an organic reddit user Uh huh the the subreddits that I use are yeah. like unethical life pro tips, like stuff like that. That's meant to be funny and entertaining. I can't have oh. any actual conversation. Have you ever been to the outside subreddit? No. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's it's basically it's people uh, they conflate like real life experiences with like RPGs. <laughs> so oh, I because I had a good one. Um, Oh, I I'm not gonna look it look it up now, but yeah, it's 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 really good. So someone will ask a question, you know, that's supposed to be about real life, but it's it, you know it's it's in in game speech, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a funny one. 
I'll have to check it out. Always, always that's, entertaining. That's what I have to use Reddit for because I can't get anything like valuable out of any of it because it's just so like one sided. Everything. Wow. Yeah. Are you subscribed to the Circle Jerk subreddit? No. Oh, so good. It's Do just they like poke fun like, at how Reddit is. Yeah, and it's like, hey, my uh, my mom died of butt cancer twice, uh, but she's doing what you know doing some charity event and then it's just a picture of a nintendo switch <laughs> <laughs> just like the most random stuff that people on reddit just always seem to to upload that's funny anyway back on topic uh next on the list platinum games announced astral chain uh coming Ooh. to the switch this summer i thought this game looked really cool yeah i did too uh, platinum games always seems to to suck me in with their awesome gameplay so um i thought the 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 scene of the game looked looked interesting enough i'm 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 into this one i'll i'll probably get it when it comes out yeah this was pretty much checked all the boxes for me yeah just like futuristic mechs uh it reminded me a little bit of like cyberpunk having not played or seen it very much from cyberpunk and um Near, yeah, near Automata, yeah, that was that was yeah. that was gonna be the other game I brought up. It reminded me of like a a love child of those two games. Yeah, definitely. Corey, did you, were you interested in Astral Chain? I didn't see any of it. Okay. I never watched any of the direct. I just basically all I know about is what you guys said yesterday. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's coming out uh, scheduled at least for now for August thirtieth. So, uh, summer release. Uh, next on the list, Tetris 99 gets a surprise announcement and release. Uh, so Tetris 99 is basically the battle royale for Tetris. 99 players play all at the same time. The last one standing wins. Um, I actually I like the concept of it. I haven't haven't played it. Uh, I haven't even downloaded it, but I would like to like to give it a shot at some point. Not very good at Tetris, but you know, who cares? Yeah, I downloaded it. I probably won't really ever play it, but free. I guess there was a joke online about doing a Tetris Battle Royale. Uh-huh. And, and Nintendo did it. Nintendo <laughs> did it. I love that. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> Nintendo's joining in the meme culture now. Sure. Uh, next on the list, Fire Emblem Three Houses arrives in July. Super excited for Fire Emblem. How about we you got, Okay, we got to talk about Fire Emblem for a moment here. Sure. So, the story... Did you feel like that this was not didn't feel fire emblemy? I mean it was it was kind of weird only because I mean outside of the I mean it was anime like anime enough for for fire emblem. Um the the reason probably why it didn't feel like fire emblem was because there wasn't any like gameplay, right? It was just kind of yeah. cinematic and explaining yeah. the 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 how the world works. So, well, here's my next concern. Yeah. You're a teacher. You're teaching students, and you get to choose a house that you get to teach the students. Fire Emblem's very big on romancing. Uh-huh. Are, are you, as a teacher, going to be romancing oh, your romancing students? your students? Hopefully. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> That's a bad precedent. It does. I was watching that, and I'm like, maybe you don't romance anybody, and it's the kids that you get to romance. But I'm like, well, Fire Emblem's big on your character being able to have kids so yeah yes i'm i actually missed that part it was a little too chaotic when i was trying to watch that so i I missed that bit 
I mean, it looks cool, and I I, can't, I imagine it'll be good. Uh, I'm just worried that they do the Fire Emblem Fates route again, where you have to buy three games to be able to choose a house. I really oh, hope you don't have to do that. Yeah. I would be really upset if that's kind of what they do. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I kind of like the concept of you choosing a house, and that's what, that's the house you're deciding on. Yeah, I agree. Looking forward to that. July 26th the release date for that as of now slight delay to when they initially said they said spring um yeah but yep uh box boy is gonna debut on switch uh yeah that looks neat i don't know if you guys saw any gameplay from that looks like a neat uh puzzle platformer type of game yeah nope uh dragon quest builders 2 is coming to switch and ps4 this summer yeah that looks cool actually um, yeah. Final Fantasy IX released on Nintendo Switch last night, actually. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is coming in March. Yeah. Haven't, haven't bought Final Fantasy IX yet. I will at some point. Will buy it. $21, a very random price. $21. I wonder why that is. Nintendo. I don't know. It's not like a, a sale price because they just released it, right? Maybe it's $20, and Nintendo had that extra dollar for their own profit. Maybe. That could be. Who knows? Yeah. Somebody did some sort of market analysis. And they yeah, that was the, the chosen price. Yeah. Cheaper than what you thought it was going to be, Corey. What would you think, thirty nine thirty nine ninety nine? Twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. 99 Okay. Uh, Damon X Machina? 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 Uh got a free demo for the nintendo switch also released last night that's a game mac game that's coming out uh sometime later uh, i downloaded that demo i have not tried it yet so looking forward to that one apparently you get to play four missions of it Ooh. um hellblade said a sacrifice is coming to nintendo switch in the spring uh which is good i i enjoyed that game Corey, i know you didn't care for it too much right nah pass pass uh, Rune Factory 5 is in the works uh, as Rune Factory 4 heads to Switch. I've never played a Rune Factory game. I don't think I have either. Seems so. like a game I would enjoy. Yeah, yeah definitely definitely uh, JRPG. Yeah. Uh, Delta Rune Chapter 1 will be a free download on Nintendo Switch on February 28th. That's the next game from the Undertale creator, Toby Fox. Apparently it's in chapters. I'm, I'm interested in that. Corey, are you going to get it? It's not Undertale 2? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's Undertale 2. It's got the same type of art style, but um, it's, like, it's chapter why would based. You, why would you do that? I don't know. Just to me, like Undertale was lightning in a bottle kind yeah. of thing. It's its own thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's like, you're, you're a creative developer. Why don't you just do something new? Yeah. Not like people aren't going to know it's your game. Right. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's funny because uh, when I was watching that, I had the music going. That I turned it up at that point so I could actually hear what was going on. My wife was like, "Hey, that music sounds familiar." And it's it was very Undertale-esque music in it too, so. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh Disney Sum Sum for Nintendo Switch. That's a kids thing that I don't get, so I'll move on from that. It's either a kids thing or an adult an AO game. Yeah. Adults only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, new Square Enix RPG Onanaki comes to Switch this summer. Uh, it's from the makers of I Am Setsuna. 
looks interesting, but uh, I haven't really liked their games that much. I'm Satsuna was okay. Uh, I didn't play. What, what was the second one they made? Uh, Lost Sphere. Lost Sphere, yeah. I, didn't, I haven't played that, so. I'm actually kind of into the new one. Apparently. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. Sorry. I was going to say, no, it looks just really cool. Apparently, Lost Sphere is much of the same for my, as I am Setsuna. Like yeah. a very thin role playing game. Okay. Uh, next up, Yoshi's Crafted World gets a, a demo. I did not download that, but I'll have to because uh, I'm going to get that game. It's coming out at the end of March. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 releases this summer on Switch. Yay. <laughs> I actually Yay. really like I really liked the first Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but uh, I'm so in the superhero, anti-superhero funk. Uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker gets free co-op update and then uh, DLC in March. So very cool. Very much like Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Uh, Dragon Quest XI-S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition arrives for Nintendo Switch this fall. That's awesome. I actually have that game on PC. Uh, but I haven't really played stuff on my PC, so I would love to have that on the Switch and, and be able to play it. I know you've been playing Dragon Quest XI, Corey. Or were. Yeah, I uh, I plan to go back to it. It's just something else will come out, and then I'll play it. But I was able to go back to it after Red Dead, so that's a good sign. Oh, nice. Uh, and that's everything. So, moving on. How's your week, Corey? Oh, what's been going on this week? Not Nothing crazy. It's been a pretty good week. Um, been in a good mood every day this week. That's a good sign. Been drinking lots of water. Mm-hmm. You know, taking my vitamins. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think I have much interesting to say. I really live a boring life out here. I'm with you. I uh, pretty much do the same thing every day. Go to work, come home, watch hockey, go to bed. Yeah. All right. That's how we do in Clinton. <laughs> Life's a little slower in Scranton. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Will? Um, oh, Corey, do you have anything else? I was going to bring up some movies that I watched, but I don't think any of them <laughs> were good enough. Unless you want to talk about The Bachelor. That's up to sure, you. Talk about The Bachelor. So I have a weird infatuation with The Bachelor. And it's only The Bachelor, not The Bachelorette. <laughs> and I can't quite put my finger on it it's sort of like a train wreck like watching a train wreck yeah but not that and i'm still trying to figure out what it is i'm also really good at picking the woman that he's gonna pick Mm -hmm. uh, relatively early on so that plays into it because it's a little bit of like i want to see if i was right (laughs) sure um but there's just something about it that I, i i don't know i don't know if it's like the idea of, of being a guy who is just dating 12 women at the same time, that doesn't really appeal to me. I think it's kind of gross, personally. Um, so I'm not. I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out. I do, Anybody have any ideas? Yeah, do you like... Uh, okay, so is it more that you like to see how a person can handle that type of situation? Is that what interests you? Because that's not something that arises in real life, really. You know, I feel so sorry for the the women on that show. I really do. Uh-huh. And it, it's not 
it's I, I don't want to say that they're all dumb because they're not, but like for them to get so worked up over that show, like the only sane girls are the ones that are like, I gotta leave. I can't watch him date all these other women when I'm right here. Yeah, like that to me makes sense. And those are the women where I'm like, all right, yeah. But I don't know. They just get so worked up when he like chooses somebody for a one-on-one and they get all upset and like it's it's, it's not a natural situation it's really not it's, <laughs> it's like third world problem it's it's a sh- it's a show showcasing third world or i'm sorry not third first world problems it's like you're it, really that upset about this stupid reality show but yet i find myself tuning in every monday uh-huh. you're part of the problem <laughs> i don't know what it is <clears throat> Sorry, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah, I I've never seen it personally, so I don't know. Um, but a good train wreck is entertaining to watch. <laughs> well, I should say because I I said it earlier that I'm pretty good at picking the women. The woman I picked on the first episode was Cassie, and she's still going. So okay. maybe you have similar tastes to The Bachelor. Mm, or maybe know. you know you're perceptive enough to know exactly what the bachelor is gonna that's go what for. I, that's what i was going for that's what i'm hoping for but um the bachelor the twist in this one is that the bachelor in this season is a virgin huh. he's never laid with a woman <laughs> or is he like uh what do they call it born again virgin no it's is it he he spe- specifically said it had nothing to do with religion I think he's not a virgin, and it's just for the show, but... Sure. Well, okay, let me see a picture of the guy, and I'll be able to tell you if that's true. His name's Colton. So just type Colton Bachelor. <clears throat> Bachelor. Uh... I would say it's false. Okay. Yeah, it's for the show. <laughs> he gets pretty hot and handsy with those girls. It's hard. <laughs> it's disgusting. It really is. I, I'm disgusted when I watch it. Sure. Because they'll go make out with one and then go over to the other one and make out with that one. It's not natural. That's what I'm saying. You were raised better than that. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah. I used to ca- like casually watch it, and my wife used to watch it. We we haven't really. It's it's hard to get into any kind of TV shows. So it's on eight to nine too, right? We always watch on Hulu after it airs. Oh, okay, yeah, because it's yeah, it's impossible to watch anything until the kids go to bed, which usually isn't until about nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you guys want to know what Tia Booth really thinks about Colton Underwood? Which one's Tia? Well, how's it spelled? T I A. Was she a contestant? I don't know. Bachelor in Paradise star Tia Booth issued a statement about Colton Underwood after he was named for Bachelor season 23. Oh, that's, I don't know. That's not. That's a different show. Well, it could be, it could be the same show, but it's that girl was not on this in this season. Well, he has bad taste. He's a Padres fan. I think he was like going to be a professional athlete or almost was or was or yeah he's definitely not a virgin okay <laughs> yep <clears throat> okay anything else Corey? 
Yeah, I'd like to talk about uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians now. No, actually, the very first episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians started playing somehow, randomly, on its own. Man, I don't know how anybody watches that one. I don't know how, how people watch a lot of the reality TV that's that's out there. It's uh, it's all awful. You just yeah, feel I, should, yourself I should add that The Bachelor, I don't dumb. watch any reality TV because I absolutely hate it. And that's why I'm so dumbfounded by my enjoyment of The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah. I don't know. You're in one breath bashing reality TV, but in the other <laughs> thing, you're watching The Bachelor every Monday. I cannot wait for the next episode. Does Sophie get into it? or Not as much as me. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to answer with that. She'll watch it, but she's, she'll like talk to me and I'll shush her and she'll laugh at me. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird it's a weird dynamic around here on Bachelor Night. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> well, we all have our thing. Yes, we oh, do. Speaking of, I'm going to let you guys finish up. Okay. Real quick, Corey, yeah. <clears throat> before you go, the only thing I have to talk about for my week this week was uh, the Frozen 2 trailer. Did you watch the Frozen 2 trailer? No. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Really? Uh, I didn't even know they were doing a second uh, one. Yep, it's coming out in November, and I'm super excited for it. The trailer was awesome. So that is cool. I just got out. to I just got to Arendelle in uh, Kingdom Hearts three. So. Yeah, that's my that's my next next location that I'm going to. So I will check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. But, all right, guys. All thanks right. for having me on. I'll yep. probably be on next week. So yeah, probably a lot that up next up and coming up and coming weeks because we have episode four hundred coming up too. Oh, that's right. I rethink my list. I think it'll change a lot. Nice. Corey, watch My Hero Academia. I started it. Did you really? I fell asleep in the first episode, but I'll try again. Okay, yeah. All right, guys. All right, bye. bye. See ya. What about you, Will? What do you got for us? Yeah, I actually finished uh, My Hero Academia. Nice. Uh, I gotta say, I get so depressed when I finish a show that I'm really into and yeah. I'm caught up because now I have to wait till October to uh-huh. watch more. And it left off on a note where things are gonna gonna get real. Uh, you can just tell uh, that show is so good. Anybody who is any slightly interested in anime watch my hero academia i think it honestly rivals my my passion and love for dragon ball z uh that's how highly i think of the show so i think it's uh you know we talk about superhero fatigue and this is kind of actually about superheroes but it does it in such a different way that i'm not like annoyed because it's covering superheroes in training as opposed to you know the stupid marvel dc stuff that i'm just so burnt out on it's yeah. it's it's really well done and i think uh, i think everybody should watch it it's it's an awesome anime nice uh but other than that i yeah i got nothing i have a big week next week oh i actually don't think i'll be on podcast tomorrow or next week dan okay um want, i do you want to wait on it? kingdom hearts or didn't you really play much of it i mean i put in four or five hours i can write up a little, little okay. something that works. for it um it's only because i've got on friday i have an anatomy test and then my nurse exam okay so yeah. to get into school so I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really busy and i have an interview on wednesday as well so nice i won't have a lot of time on uh next week to be doing really too much so sounds good 
But yeah, that's really all for my week. I got. I mean, I'm in a kind of a. Uh, I don't know a wall right now, so I'm just kind of going through the motions. Okay. Uh, what'd you play, Will? Uh, I've been kind of balancing between Wargroove, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. I in Kingdom Hearts, I'm in Twilight Town. I'm not very far, but I'm in Twilight Town, just doing a bunch of stuff in there. Um, I like Kingdom Hearts a lot. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Really, the attraction for me is the Disney worlds that you go to and the Disney characters. And I have friends who kind of know the story and they're telling me things and it's just like Mickey Mouse is a king. I don't yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. But whatever. It's a it's nonsensical, but it doesn't take away from the actual gameplay of it. And I think the gameplay of the game is actually pretty solid. Yeah. Um, which I really, really enjoy. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. I've had this weird... I woke. I had to work at, uh, on Tuesday at 6 a.m., but I was up at 4 because it was snowing. I didn't know if I was going to be able to go in, so I was up until about 7. So I was watching YouTube videos about ancient Egypt. Nice. So it kind of piqued my interest in getting back to playing Origins again. Uh, that game's really good. I think Odyssey is the better game, but I think Origins is a still a very solid Assassin's Creed game. I would definitely put it up there with... Um, the best one of the best in the series it might be two or three um awesome combat the combat's better um because it's the first game that like implemented the new systems that you see in odyssey uh-huh. uh and odyssey just improved on everything so that's kind of where that game is in the in the pecking order i also found out that the new i told you the rumor about the other assassin's creed game but i also heard that it might be a launch title for ps5 oh really yeah that's so cool. if a ps5 assassin's creed nordic like era or i don't know mythology i guess nordic mythology that would be be a pretty sweet game to come out so yes it would um loving that been playing wargroove which we've talked about that's probably i think that might be it for me yeah the only other thing i've played aside from a lot of wargroove was kingdom hearts 3 yeah how, which, how many hours have you put in uh like 13 Okay, I think I'm a few worlds in. Um, I, honestly, I like I've liked all the worlds. Uh, I even, I did the Tangled world from okay. the Tangled movie, which I've never seen, uh, but I, I enjoyed it enough to maybe maybe I'll watch the movie now. Yeah, um, I'm in the right now. I'm in the Monsters Inc. world, which is cool because okay. I I mean it's been a while since I've seen those movies, but I remember enjoying it when I when I saw it. Really excited to go to Arendelle because I've watched Frozen probably 500 times um, when my daughter was younger. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. So I've seen that a lot. Uh, I'm also super excited for Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, yeah. I'll tell that's you what. Well, there's a lot of games that I want to play right now. Like, I want to play Far Cry New Dawn. I want to play Jump Force. I think I'm going to pass on Crackdown 3. I might try it for a little bit just to, just to say I played it. Um, it's not reviewing very well, which kind of was what we expected. I watched yeah. some gameplay on it. I think it was yesterday. Uh, Looks l- fine. Looked okay. Doesn't look like it's changed much from the original. Yeah, well, as somebody who's never played a Crackdown game, and this one's not reviewing all that well, I think, like, I don't know, I, my time and effort playing games will be better spent 
playing other stuff. Yeah, definitely. Not, not to say, like, when there's a wall, I don't go try it because it's free. Yeah. And Game Pass, and I have Game Pass, so I, I can try it whenever, but... Yep. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, anything else, Will? Mm, no, not really. All right. Let's do feedback. Let's do it. All right. Oops, Toronto is beating Vegas after Corey talking smack. Oh yeah, yep. All right, so the first is from Idaho Jake, who says, "Hey guys, I would like Half Minute Hero. It looks fun. So I pre-ordered Anthem, and I kind of want to pre-order Far Cry New Dawn or Rage Two. I'm in a gaming funk. I start a game, play a bit, then switch to a different game." play a bit then just end up watching south park or youtube uh my second oldest is absent with apex legends not for me but he loves it uh i'm thinking about getting a switch for myself my daughter or just get her one and steal it when she isn't playing it thanks guys and have a great night uh far cry far cry new dawn or rage 2 they both seem like similar games i'm actually having a hard time not getting new dawn right now i for whatever reason really want to play i heard it's more rpg ish than um Far Cry 5, which oh, really? the thing I didn't like, I really liked Far Cry 5, but the thing that I didn't like about it is it was not as RPG intensive as the past two games that I had played in yeah. the Far Cry. So I think it'd be cool. I mean, it's a post-apocalyptic world, so you kind of see Montana destroyed. I I, uh, I should stop talking about it. I'm talking myself into getting it. <laughs> well, I'm, I know on P- Green Man Gaming was having a sale on it, and it was like $32, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. I don't want to get it on PC. Yeah, you'd want it on Xbox, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Because Eric gets it, too. Yep. Yeah, if I could bring myself to play a shooter on on, P- on console, I I would probably get it for Xbox, but... That's true. I, yeah, you, you don't like the... <laughs> I don't... I can't. I, I just don't have fun playing shooters with a controller. It sucks. It's uh, something that I always gotta like relearn, kinda. Yeah. Because I don't play too many shooters really anymore. Yeah. I so. Hear uh, so Far Cry New Dawn or Rage Two? Uh, I mean, the thing with Far Cry is it's it's cheap right now. It, it's only forty bucks. Rage Two I don't think is coming out until the end of May, so you've got a ways until then. If you want to play both, um, yeah, it's it's hard to discern too what what the differences between the games will be. Um, if you played Far Cry 5, then you're kind of familiar with the locations that were in Hope County, Montana. Rage 2, apparently you're supposed to be more, have more like super superhero powers. Um, and then do crazy things with the with the game's physics and stuff. Because I know the, the development team, it's the same one that did Just Cause. So there's going to be some crazy physics things that happen in the game, which is cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it pretty much comes down if you want to wait and play yeah. a new game or play a new game now. Because I think Far Cry New Dawn comes out at midnight. So Okay, yeah. There's quite a few games that are coming out tomorrow. There's that. There's Metro Exodus, which is another yeah. game you could, you could look into. That's reviewing relatively well. Um, it's one I'm waiting on until it comes to Steam. But I'm going to guess you're not interested in Jump Force. Which... Nah, probably not. Yeah, so I would say probably 
man, Far Cry New Dawn or Metro Exodus coming out tomorrow. That's crazy. Yeah. Loaded day. Yeah. Uh, he says he's thinking about getting a Switch. By all means, Jake, get a Switch. There's so many good games for it. Um, there's a ton of indies. There's a ton, They're doing a lot of uh, like third-party ports and stuff are, are going to it. It's just so nice to have a game a game system you can play anytime, anywhere. Um, it's 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 fantastic. So, yeah, I can't recommend getting uh, a switch enough. I tell everybody that I work with who doesn't have one, just get one. Yeah. Even people who aren't even gamers, I'm like, you like Mario Kart? Yeah. You like Smash? Yeah. Get a switch. Yeah, absolutely. Just just do it. It'll bring you so much happiness. Yep. Uh, and we're currently a two-household switch. I'm sure we'll get another one at some point once my twins get a little bit older and want to start playing their own games. Unless Nintendo has something else out by then, then we'll then we'll go from there. Um. So yeah, definitely definitely get a switch. So thanks, Jake, mm-hmm. uh, for your feedback. Uh, the next one is from Tate. Um, so Tate says, sup guys, in honor of Valentine's Day, I just want to say I love your podcast and I love listening to it at work. I'm all the way up to August of 2016 and I'm loving every episode. Thanks, Tate. Uh, last weekend I tried playing the new hit sensation Apex Legend. Apex Legends, I was not impressed. feel like Battle Royales are tired and need to be put to sleep, but I will say it's nice to see Fortnite finally getting dethroned from the top of Twitch. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey still, and man, Will, I am in 100% agreement with you on how amazing (laughs) that game is. One of the best games ever made and the best Assassin's Creed game in my mind for sure. I'm extremely excited for Anthem to come out, but I do have a huge bone to pick with EA and Bioware. This weekend, if you are subscribed to Origin Access, you could have 10 free hours of the full game of Anthem before it comes out next week. The only catch is it's only for PC players. This is bullshit. They are lucky that I want to play this game so damn badly, otherwise I would be canceling my pre-order. What do you guys think about this move by EA and Bioware to alienate their fans who are on consoles? Anyways, I hope you all are doing well. Have a great week. Taterade out. <clears throat> so what do you want to start with, Will? Odyssey, right? That was chronologically first? Yep. Yeah, for... No, uh, uh, Apex Legends was first. Apex Legends, yeah, we'll start there. Um, we might be doing an Apex Legend Legends episode. Um, I know Eric plays it. I think Eric really, really likes it. Yes, he does. Um, I want to play it too, so we'll... I played one or two rounds. I don't know how to feel about it yet. I think... I'm seeing everybody say it's their favorite Battle Royale, but, like, to me that doesn't mean much, because I still think Fortnite's going to be be the one so yeah i don't know it'd be i'm kind of interested more in the legs of this game as opposed to actually playing it yeah so i have zero interest in playing it um i just i don't i don't have enough time to play video games as it is yeah and to me like playing something that's that repetitive i don't get Mm -hmm. anything from it uh it's even to the point for me where like as much as i want to play nhl 19 that i can play because me and Corey's. Uh, Xbox accounts are shared. Like, I, I don't want to play it. I want to play something that has a definite end. You know. We have another comment in the chat uh, vouching for Apex. Johnny McDoodle says he's enjoying Apex a lot now, uh, and he's been somebody who's played a lot of Fortnite. So yeah. Um, no, people really like uh, it. But I'm actually I'm with you, Dan. I have 
so little time to actually play things. And because of the podcast, I want to play new things. I want to be able to talk about new things on here. Because uh, everybody remembers the days where Guild Wars or Hots was talked about yeah. every single episode yeah. for, for years on end. So that's not as interesting as being like, Dan, I played the new Far Cry game or Jump Force game or whatever. So I've kind of chosen to drop playing the things that I would repeatedly play to yeah. in favor of playing new, new stuff. So, yeah, um, it's, uh, I mean, I it just feel like you're spinning your tires. Like I don't have any desire to like play them enough to get better. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. like, and I liked Fortnite. I thought, it, I thought it was fun, but I just like, it's, I, you know, that was, I think we played it like two weeks, was it? Or maybe two or three weeks. We played uh, two or three weeks after a podcast, yeah. Yeah, um, and that was enough for me. I, I got to experience what it was all about, and that was good. Yeah, well, I will say the one thing that Apex Legends and, like, a, uh, Blackout, for example, have on the other Battle Royales is they actually feel like a shooter, yeah, and the shooting mechanics are pretty good. So I will say that's a huge boon for Apex and Blackout, which are probably actually, I mean, Blackout was my favorite uh, battle royale. Um, I haven't played more Apex to be able to get a uh, a feel for it, but like <clears throat> Fortnite shooting has always just been not great in my opinion. Uh, when I feel like playing those other two, like you actually feel like you're accurately shooting. Yeah, Fortnite feels like, and I can't think of a good game to compare it to, but. Um... It, it, it's like RPG shooting, you know, it's like Borderlands mm-hmm. and not, not, uh, not like Call of Duty shooting or Titanfall shooting or something like that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Jake says, in the, uh, Corey says he's a thousand percent agreement with me on that. Uh, and then Jake says story and lore, my shit. That's another thing too. I like to take something away, uh, from the games that I play and, you know, outside of a few memorable moments from all my time playing Guild Wars, like, all six, seven, eight hundred hours that I spent playing that game, like I don't really remember much about it. Um, but you know, playing playing a game like Final Fantasy VI, like you take those characters with you. Uh, Mass Effect is another one. You know, you remember the characters and and their interactions with with with, with each other a lot more than you remember. You know, those hundreds of hours I spent playing something that I did the same thing over and over again. Exactly. I mean, the games and shows that I have talked about how much I've, I've loved and whatnot like i'm not being like oh the wraith class in apex legends really hits me you right. know yeah it doesn't do that it's just like it's a fun competitive game and it itches that competitive side of me that i still have that i don't get to get out as often anymore yeah but the problem is, is i'm bad at it too so and i don't have the time to focus to be good yeah so i just way rather play yeah rpgs and stuff that i can get something out of yeah i mean even for me like playing smash brothers um i mostly spend my time in smash brothers playing the story mode the world of light Mm -hmm. Um, because that has an end goal like you have to beat the boss in that so that's what i spend my time doing the only game i play that i play repeatedly and competitively is mario kart 8 it's because i'm already like good at it i don't need to i don't need to get over that hump of being uh, you know, learning the game and then getting okay yeah, yeah. to where you can be competitive. Like I'm already there. So, and, mm. but I haven't even played that in probably three or four months, maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mine would be smash, but even now, like my friends, it's the only thing they play. So they're just so much better than me. Yeah. So it's hard for me to kind of keep up. Yeah. So I'm fall. I'm falling behind big time in smash right now. 
Yeah, I, I've probably lost all my ability. I haven't played Smash in probably a month. Yeah, it's been it's been rough trying to get time to play it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jake says, if you want a competitive game, we'll get married, and that will be beaten out of you. I actually said today that I couldn't even imagine being married and having kids right now. Yeah. I'm way too selfish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's our that's our take on Apex Legends. Oh, uh, my my benchmark is I could beat you three assholes. If so, I don't need to get any better. <laughs> that's Corey's benchmark. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll have to play Smash and hash it out. We, yeah, we should, especially since none of us have really played it recently. By the way, Corey, when I see you again, I think it's going to be the weekend we go away. Bring your Switch. I'll get your Smash characters for you. Oh, yeah. I'll work on that. So, uh-huh. um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, spoiler alert for our 400th episode, where we do our top, redo our top ten. Odyssey's gonna be in there. I don't know where yet. It's probably gonna be in the top. It might even be top five. I don't know. Nice. Because I have to put Breath of the Wild in there as well. Yeah. Um, I love Odyssey. It literally is an amazing game, and I, it's kind of a shame that it didn't get more buzz for Game of the Year because of games like God of War and Red Dead Redemption. Because really, Odyssey didn't have a chance once Red Dead and God of War came out. Sure, um, and that sucked because that game I think is right up there with in quality. Weird that we're loving Ubisoft these days. Oh, I wanted to talk about this, and I completely forgot. Uh, so I don't. You probably heard about uh, Activision Blizzard and laying off all their all their employees. It's a couple hundred employees. It was, I think, eight hundred. Yeah. Um, you know, they they announced, I guess, earlier in the year that they made record profits. They laid off all these people. Ubisoft announced today that they made record profits too and didn't lay anybody off. Uh, yeah. So good guy, Ubisoft. Yeah. Well, that's a good point to bring that up because I wanted to talk about blizzard what the heck i don't know i mean I like it's it's normal i guess i i don't know if i don't know i don't know what well, to think. i'm not even gonna pretend to understand the inner workings of a corporate company like that like I, it's beyond me i don't really know it just seems bizarre to me that that would happen and i saw that the guy from 343 the studio had said hey if anybody's looking for jobs that recently got let go from blizzard activision like we're hiring wow so like that happened and like it's good to hear ubisoft made record profits didn't get rid of didn't get rid of anybody yeah the giants you... the battle of azeroth's antics didn't help blizzard i don't know what happened but yeah i don't know either that's <laughs> that's out of our wheel wheelhouse there johnny let i mean let us know if you want to fill us in um yeah no i it's it, it's it, layoffs are normal that that happens uh, but that seems like that's a lot of people eight, yeah eight hundred seven eight hundred people that's pretty significant so yeah like i know like projects get canceled and like focus gets shifted i know like hots is probably going to be discontinued within the next like year probably um i don't know i just i don't get where they're thinking and you know we were a pro blizzard like pretty heavily yeah for a long time but now like i'm kind of wondering like what they're what are they doing yeah who knows um Anthem Anthem's release weirdness Yeah the e- EA games have this weird thing where you can play it like a week early if you're subscribed to whatever stupid thing that they want you to subscribe to 
Uh, I, it doesn't bother me all that much, to be honest, because the people I'm going to play with are going to be you three. Right. So you guys are all getting the game when it comes out. So, like, I, I'm not too worried about it. And if there's not PvP, like, I'm not going to be hindered by anyway. Yeah, there's not um, PvP. Yeah, so I, I'm fine with how, they, how they're doing it. Um, if you don't want to support that, yeah, I don't blame you at all, too. That's kind of frustrating at the same time for... Uh, people who do care about that, but I personally do not. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Will. Uh, I I understand Tate, Tate's frustration. Um, it's 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 weird that they're doing that for PC. Uh, I could see them doing that for like Origin access people and also EA access people on console. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not. It's just a just a PC thing. So strange. Yeah, it, it's bizarre. Um, but yeah, is it next weekend that, that next week that that game comes out? Friday. Okay, me and Corey are gonna have to hash out how we're splitting it. Yeah, I gotta talk to Eric too. Uh, I know there's a melee class in it that's a Ooh. melee focus, so that's the one I'm gonna do because that's the interloper my sh- or whatever my shooting is gonna be terrible. God. <laughs> we should make a concerted effort to play this game together. We should. Uh, the only problem is it's got to be after like nine o'clock at night. Dan, I am not 95 years old, so I can I can make it. Okay. I don't know about those other two. Yeah, uh, I ra- I rarely go to bed before midnight. It's very rare. Even when I'm sick, like I was not feeling well, like last night and the night before. Yeah, I still got in bed at about 12, 12:30. Yeah, I've been three or four. Oh yeah. Recently. Yeah, and I've been waking up at like nine. I forced myself to be up at nine, so like my sleep's a little bit a little bit low now yeah um when when my wife was doing i don't know if it was her master's classes or her doctorate classes she was regularly up until two three four in the morning uh and then went to work the next day so i you know stay up with her play video games or yeah you know we would kind of watch something on tv or uh then when we were binge watching game of thrones we would stay (laughs) up way too late and yeah i think we got through game of thrones in like two weeks or something like that and at well, that point, it was like 60 hours of television. <laughs> that you consumed in the course of two weeks. Yeah. When I finished My Hero Academia, the last episode I watched was at like 4.15 in the morning. Yeah. I was just like, I couldn't. I you can't stop. You can't exactly. Stop. So like, I, ever since then, like I'm in that mode of being up super late. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, game giveaway. Yeah, two people, uh, right? So that was from Tate. Thank you, Tate. Yeah. Uh, Jake is one. Tate is two. Random number generator. I gotta get the game list up here. One, two. Uh, Jake's one. Tate two. Winner is numero dos. That is Tate. Tate. Tate is the winner. Winner chicken dinner. Um, I do have to send out games that I owe people. I, I will hopefully try to remember to do that tomorrow. <clears throat> okay. So game number one. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. Fifty-six is gone. <clears throat> Reroll. Reroll, huh? Yeah. Thirty-four. Thirty-four is gone. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> One oh seven. One oh seven is there. It's Revolver three sixty reactor. 
Huh, all right. 50, wait, did, did we do 53 already? No, it was 56. 56, okay. 53 is Project Cars. That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, Next, 31. 31. 31 is Brazen Prototype. No idea what that is. Sick. 100. 100. Is bold. Sick. Yeah. Last but not least, 13. 13. 13 is Contagion, which okay. I know we've had before. But that's three we have good th- games and we have three, three, co- three copies of that in our game giveaway list. <laughs> so, Tate, your games are Revolver 360 Reactor, uh, Project Cars 31, Brazen Prototype, Bold, and Contagion. So let us know what you want. I will send out games as soon as I can. And uh, next week's episode is going to be Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, I know I will be on, I'll obviously be on for that. I think Corey's going to be on. Will's going to send in his thoughts, and maybe Eric will be on too, uh, depending on how, on how much he played. So, Yeah, I think that's everything, right? Yeah, I think that's everything I got. Okay, we should probably go because I, I think my voice is starting to starting to run out run out Uh oh (laughs) yeah let's get out of here yeah uh that'll do it for episode 395 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan and i'm will thanks for listening and get out of my basement one two